Welcome to the Raise Podcast. I'm Carol Barwick. We're here to raise your confidence and inspire your creativity. Each episode, we will have a different guest who will be discussing our Raise Word. The Raise Word is a word that will encourage you or empower you and at times inspire you to explore the word a little more for yourself. Hello everybody, welcome to the Raise podcast. I'm Carol Barwick. We've talked about lots of different Raise words so far. We've looked at connection, we've looked at impact, and today we're going to look at the word remember. We're going to be talking to the wonderful Angie McCrell, otherwise known as Red Mug Coffee Mama. Good morning, Angie. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Now, Red Mug Coffee Mama, is that right because I tell you Angie every time I write it I think is it red coffee is it red mama <laughs> you tell us what it is yes it is it's red mug coffee mama um would you like me to tell you the reason for it yes please so my dad um who is a large part of um my book that I wrote he made this wonderful red mug with half a rainbow on it on a special day that we had when we went out together and did sort of a picture dream workshop and it's always been my favorite mug so I've always kept it with me and I drink coffee from it coffee's my favorite drink I'm a mum so it just worked out completely wonderful for my company I love that that's so nice to have the story behind it and um, because we've known each other for maybe I don't know, six months or so now, and I've never known the story behind it. So thank you for sharing that. And it will help me to remember that is Red Mug Coffee Mama. That is brilliant. <laughs> um, Angie, we're going to be talking about memories and the word remember today. So before we get into everything, what does the word remember mean to you? Oh, I'd say it means a lot to me. There's just every memory I have is remembering a person that's important to me or a special place or a special song um, and that's what I've generally done in my book that I wrote uh, it's all about remembering the person who my dad was the situation he went through and remembering him after he's left the uh, this world which is so important. You've got to keep the memories alive. Yeah. And the, the wonderful thing about you, Angie, is that you have helped me um, with my memories. So I think the way that we met initially, if I remember correctly, is uh, you came to me and said that you were enjoying the podcast, which was such an encouragement because it was so early on. And um, I wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing or how it was going. So that encouragement was amazing. But what we went on to do was you helped me to recover some very precious memories of my mum. And that was a gift that has going, is going to stay with me forever. Um, so I think when it comes oh, to so talking glad. about, oh yeah, so when it comes to talking about remember and, and memories, you are just the right person to talk to about it. Um, and the way that you helped me is by journaling. And journaling is something that I've always loved doing. But tell me a little bit about how journaling helps you to kind of remember and keep your memories kind of special and sacred. 
Well, the truth is, um, when I was going through a very, very hard time, uh, my dad had just been diagnosed and it was not good diagnosis of cancer and it looked like it was going very, very fast. I found writing every feeling down was such a help. And I do believe that, you know, being able to, I won't say get over grief because you can never get over it, but Mm. living with grief has been possible because I was able to write down all my feelings really truthfully throughout the situation. And I won't say it was easy because when you lose somebody so dear to you, writing down your feelings can be very hard, but it's very therapeutic and it will help you be able to live through such difficult situations. Yeah, it's really cathartic, isn't it? Um, you're, You're right, it's not easy because often the things that you're writing down can, you know, it's almost like pressure points, isn't it? It's it's things that maybe you want to remember, but it's painful to remember, or maybe you don't want to remember, but writing them down, there's a kind of a catharsis in in getting it out of your mind onto paper. And that's something um, that you helped me to discover again, because I've always journaled, but recently, it just didn't have so much importance. And I think you you kind of uncovered that for me again, um, which is incredible. I'm very excited because I can't say I have it right here in my hand, but in the room next door, I have your wellbeing journal, which is hot off the press. Tell us a little bit about that, please. Oh, I'm so glad you have it. Uh, It's definitely a journal I've wanted to have for a very long time. I'm somebody who collects journals crazily. I've got so many, but part of that is that I've always wanted lots of journals in one. So, you know, a gratitude journal, uh, a sort of a journal where you can draw or doodle ideas, because I, I always feel like people journal in different ways. So some people enjoy drawing more. Some people enjoy writing. Um, I know you you love writing poems. So yeah. for everybody, it's very different. But including that, it's always good to shake it up a little bit and do something different each day. So yeah. my journal has five different pages for every day so that you've got a mixture and you can choose. Or you can do all of them. I'm one of those people who does all of them because I love it. (laughs) Um, So you have a page where you, you write how your day's been and there's a a part where you can write a positive affirmation. So what I like to do is write the positive affirmation as soon as I get up and it sets me up for the day. This is what I want to think on. Then at the end of the day, I'll write how the day's been and I'll look at it and see where there's been wonderful moments, if there's been sad moments, and I'll go straight to my gratitude page and I'll find three things that have given me so much joy in the day. And you you yeah. will think there are days 
that are really, really difficult and it will be very hard to find three things, but I guarantee you will find them. You've just got to keep your eyes open. And then there's, um, there's a drawing page. So I don't, I'm not very artistic. I love to draw, but I'm not very artistic. So yeah. I do do that one, but I don't do it every night, that one. Um, yeah. And there's a dream page, because I do believe sometimes our dreams give us information on what we are struggling with in the daytime. Yeah. yeah. And then the last page is a, is a brain dump page. So if you're going to bed and you've got so much on your head that you're worried about or you're stressing about, this is a page just to empty it up and put it in so that you can go to bed with a clear head and you can relax. It's very, very therapeutic to put it down on paper and leave it there. I've even made my daughter a, a small book that's... Um, a worry I think I've put it as a worry book so she writes everything that she's worrying about before she goes to bed and it, it seems to be helping her so I love that page that's brilliant I love that you've got so much versatility um I love a good doodle uh, I always used to think I was going to get in trouble in meetings because I'd always be drawing but what I need people to realize is that when I'm doodling, I'm listening. And I think um, yeah. people can miss out on that, on the fact that actually by doing something else like doodling, you can actually, you can really get your thoughts in order or things just seem a little bit clearer. It almost sounds a little bit um, of a paradox, but I, I just find by doing something else, I'm actually <laughs> concentrating. So a doodle page oh, is great I and then the, I definitely understand what you mean because um, I learn through doodling. So I, yeah. I may not be good at it, but I, I always doodle when I'm in a class or um, it's usually through a class because I listen more. And I found this yeah. out through high school. I had a brilliant teacher who just was amazing. I went into his class, his first, first day of his class and the first thing he did was gave us all an A3 page of um, the Wheel of Life. So it was a religious education class. And mm. for that term, we were studying that. And he just basically said, you know, I don't mind what you do. Doodle, colour it in, write notes or just listen. As long as you listen to everything I say, you will be learning. And that's where I found out that doodling helps me listen to him. And I, I got yeah. a really good mark in his class. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, there's a lot to be said for teachers allowing students to learn in different ways. It's taken me right back to a memory of rough books. Did you? I don't know if you ever had rough books, um, but basically it was just an exercise book. Um, a kind of a5 i think so quite small um lined and you could just write anything you wanted in there and i realize and it's just hit me right now that that was my first journaling experience to be given a plain book 
and be told, fill it with whatever you want. And I filled it with whatever I wanted. <laughs> I mean, we're talking oh, raps, I love poems. Yeah, very, very important um, declarations of love to various boys. Uh, and when you crossed <laughs> it out and had to put the number to determine whether you were, you know, going to be 100% matched with them. Incredibly important things. <laughs> but yes. um, yeah, but that freedom to just be, you know, just, just write things. And the teachers never looked at them. I mean, I remember, I think I must have had at least three or four a year because I just used to fill them with stuff. And some stuff was important yeah. and, you know, poems and things like that. And as I said, other stuff was rubbish. Um, <laughs> but it's, but it's having it's the permission. Good that, yeah, it is good because everybody has a different style of learning, don't they? And yeah, a different way of expressing themselves. And I, yeah. I also and know, I, yeah. so I put in the journal, I put a scrapbooking page as well, because I know that I love to keep special cards that people have written to me if they've written something lovely in it I always keep them and I put them mm. in my journal because it's something that makes you smile and it makes you think that that person has really really thought about you in a special way so I thought that was kind of important to put in the journal yeah again it's keeping those memories safe isn't it and um it's so important to be reminded of of how people feel about you and how much you were loved, particularly in in the darker days, to be able to go back and um, you know read that. I think that's really really important to have um, those kind of memories. I wonder what memories are coming up for you as Angie and I are talking today. If you still need to remember to get a Christmas present, look no further. You can book with me to do six sessions for just £100. That's six singing lesson sessions for just £100. Get in touch with me on www.raiseforall.com or find me on social media. Back to the episode. Angie, one of the things that you really taught me about the importance of remembering our memories is to celebrate them. Tell me a little bit about how you celebrate your memories. Um, so with my dad, um, I always want to remember him um, and I don't want my children to forget him either. Even though my youngest was maybe a little bit too small before he left, my eldest definitely remembers him. And I want that to go on forever because he was a special person in my life. So, yeah. you know, at Christmas time, um, we've got a special Christmas bauble that has, you know, a feather in it. And we put that up and it says um, grandpa on it. And it also says dad on the other side. Um, yeah. And we make sure we put that up. Um, and, you know, I also, I, when it's like his birthday, we will make sure we have, you know, either fish and chips, which he absolutely adored, mm -hmm. uh, or I'll go on the beach. I generally, I'll do a run somewhere and it usually ends up to the beach because that's where 
I feel him mostly because he he loved the beach that was his favorite place yeah and uh I mean my biggest thing I've done is written American tea bag because that's all about him it, it's not all sad in that book it it does have some fun memories about him and um also if you love food I've written a lot about food in there <laughs> <laughs> um I love the seeing all your different um the way that you kind of celebrate different festivals and things like that with food you are epic I think it was in did you do an independence I am, I am a foodie shredded <laughs> we uh, yeah absolutely epic so um yeah I'm sure when people read it they'll enjoy um t listening to all, all that you kind of say about food as well and the celebration um, and and going back to what you said about the beach um I find that water any kind of water really still water um in a beautiful location is a, a perfect way to bring back some memories or some thoughts it's a uh, there's just a stillness isn't there by by water I think and um oh, kind of connect definitely. you definitely I I've I always so enjoy being by the sea I mean my my ideal afternoon is going down to the beach obviously when we've got good weather because we're in England but you know blue sky <laughs> sunshine sit on the beach take your journal with you and just right away that perfect afternoon for me oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah wherever you go taking a, a journal and just um yeah it's just noting things around you isn't it and remembering things um certainly for, for you and I I think remembering things that God might have said to you or other people might have said to you that you want to remember and um, one of the things I find about my journal is a lot of what's in there is really important for being able to continue living life in a, a kind of a strong and a successful way. Um, and I found that actually writing it down means that those things aren't lost. They're kind of remembered oh, and definitely. they're kept safe. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. Your journal is your safe space. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's interesting as well. And and there's there's going to be a kind of different viewpoints on this, but in the right kind of time and way to share some of it with other people gives them an insight into who you are. My mum used to journal, but she just used to write on kind of loose leaf bits of paper. And I remember finding the kind of box with everything in it and being having so many mixed emotions about whether I wanted to kind of read through it um, and kind of what I wanted to do with it. And it's um, it's such a, a private space, isn't it, journaling? Um, but I've found that when I have shared certain things with people, it just gives them in, literally a window into your soul. Um, oh, definitely, definitely yeah it's um, good for you mentioned... um, other people sorry it's, yes it's good for other people who 
maybe are going through a situation just like you. That's yeah. purely why I shared my journal, um, my journal pieces in the book, because I thought there's so many people who lose a parent and are maybe going through the same as me, but feel so lonely about it. Yeah. Yeah. So am I right that you've got two books at the moment? You've got American Teabag. Is that right? Yes, American Teabag um, and the journal. I've, I'm almost finished with American Teabag too. But um, How exciting. COVID has kind of gotten the problem with a lot of things, but it will be on its way. That's fantastic. Um, and you can purchase those books on Amazon. What we'll do is we'll pop all of that, those details into the show notes so that people can purchase them um, already from the photo that I popped up on Instagram of your wellbeing journal someone's got in touch to say where do I get it so um, be prepared <laughs> I oh, think how it's lovely and I, oh so yeah lovely. and I think I think in this time you know obviously you mentioned COVID and it, it just can't be ignored it has given people time and space to think to remember to um write and be creative and it's been interesting having that time and space um to do that did you find that yes over definitely. particularly in lockdown and things oh yes yes definitely i mean i don't know what i've done without journaling actually um it's so helpful for me the two big things that help me you know every week are journaling and running and yeah. that's been ever since you know ever since the year that my dad passed away those two things have really helped me so I, I just do them you know when you find something that works you stick with it and journaling is such a I want to say cheap option for anybody because you know there are some people that can't afford lots of therapies but mm. journaling you know you can do anywhere even if you did get my book it's it's still so it's a two-month journal which is basically I think under five pounds a month yeah. and everybody can put five pounds aside each month to help their well-being yeah yeah um we always challenge um, those listening. So our, our challenge for you today is find a, a piece of paper to start off with um, and just write down a little bit of how you feel today. Start that way and then you might think, um, yeah, this has really helped me and you might uh, want to go and, and grab um, Angie's book or you might have some notebooks already that you want to start writing in. I think the key to journaling, Angie, is to start. That's pretty much how it Definitely. works, isn't it? Pick <laughs> you up, have pick to start up a pen, somewhere. Yeah. Start. Yeah. I remember um, as a kid, yeah, I used to um, write songs on the back of bus tickets. So any piece of paper I could get hold oh, of. I love that. I would. 
I'd write I'd write things on. I also remember I doing my GCSEs um, and uh, we had these little tiny slips of paper, syllabus slips, they were called, and you had them on your mm -hmm. desk and yeah. it was just so that the examiner knew who you were and your exam number. And I used to write, after I'd done my exam, I used to write on the back, I used to write stories or notes to friends and things like that. And my writing was teeny tiny, so I could get as much in as possible. <laughs> um, and uh, a good, good friend of mine, um, Rachel Little, who was Rachel Weeks at the time, I I've still got um, a corner of a folder that she wrote something to me on. So um, how's that for a memory? <laughs> that is lovely. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You know, the best yeah, thing is when you get your your new journal and you and you get oh, your best pen and you just start writing. Oh, I love that feeling. I love isn't that. it amazing? <laughs> oh, it's so amazing. Yes. The worst bit, of course, is going to any well-known shop that stocks journals and choosing oh, one. Oh yes. Oh my goodness. No. And it's getting worse Choose because journals are they're gorgeous, aren't they? <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> um, every now and then I'll take a photo of the kind of wall of journals and just pop it in my group and say, which one would you pick? And it's so interesting because everybody wants a different one. They've all got a different thing. But once you find it, that's it, isn't it? Oh, yes, definitely. Yes. That's um, so when I was making my journal, I um, I asked a couple of people if they might design the background for it, but yeah, they were quite busy, um, rightly so. They're brilliant, and um, one of them suggested that I just did it. And obviously, as I've said before, I'm not very artistic. I love to do art, but I'm not very artistic. However, this did push me in such a brilliant direction that one night I just picked up some paper I picked up some oil crayons and I made the background and it couldn't be more perfect for me I absolutely love it and I that would never have thought of that had this person not said that to me so thank you Wow. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it kind of harks back to, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but it does hark back to the sea and water for me and also yes, the sky. Yes, the that's beautiful what it was. Blue. I'm so glad you got that. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's a, a lovely, um, a lovely memory as part of you designing the, the journal as well. And, uh, you know, having that experience, even though you thought you couldn't, um, you weren't particularly artistic um, and now it's on the front of a book. Uh, see, somebody gave me the confidence I needed. Yeah, that's a that's a good a good key to it all, isn't it? So listeners, just to remind you, journaling is about starting. So find a piece of paper, a bus ticket. We can have a competition to see what the most bizarre thing is that you can uh, write uh, a memory it can either be a memory or something that you've done today um we could have a bit of fun if you're in the facebook group pop it in the facebook group let's we have some pictures angie of various places Ooh, that i people love have. that <laughs> i think that I would be that. good fun <laughs> i'm, I'm um, gonna look out for that 
yeah, I think maybe you and I need to kick it off to encourage people. So uh, we'll we'll challenge each other to find the most bizarre thing to, <laughs> to write on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Andy, thank you. That. Yeah, yeah, me too. Thank you so much um, for this uh, interview. Um, thank you. You said that you're excited about uh, the poem at the end. So this is my chance to uh, give you something to remember. So I'll just take a couple of minutes. Thank you. To remember is to take an ember and kindle it until there is a flame, a name, a tune. The moon may bring a memory to mind. Be kind, take time and celebrate. Walk by the water, talk to your daughter, let the memories flow so that people know that you have gratitude for what has been and what will be. There you go. Oh, Carol, that's beautiful. Thank you You're so, so much. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank it's you been so much. Chatting with you. Yes. It, Thank you so much for the gift that you gave me in helping me to remember my mum. Uh, it will be something that oh, it's, oh, it's so shaped. Welcome. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much for talking to us this morning. Uh, yes, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you, Angie. You're welcome. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Raise podcast. We hope you feel raised and inspired by this episode. Whilst we're not offering face-to-face -face classes currently, we are doing online singing lessons where you can have your voice raised as well as your confidence. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website at www.raiseforall.com or find us on social media on either our Facebook or Instagram page. Take care.